Welcome down to another episode of Paddy Talks Golf, powered by Four Golf Custom. It feels really good to say that. It feels really, really good to say that because I love the guys, I love the family. And if you haven't heard it, we're now powered by Four Golf Custom. So if you need anything in the equipment side of things, head down to the show notes. There'll be a link there or head to fourgolf.ie. Um, so yeah, it's Masters Week. Who have you picked? I picked JT. Um, I'm editing this on a Thursday, so hopefully he's still in the hunt on the Saturday morning. Um, but yeah, maybe you're on your walk or at work. Hope you're enjoying your day. Looking forward to the Masters later on. Today, we are down with Rossdale Golf Club. And something I want to do a little bit this year is learn a bit more about golf course architecture and what designers do what and why they do things. And kind of like a self learning process it's because i take that, that stuff for granted and it's re- i just love how things work um and the design and the thinking that goes into you know golf courses so um if you were like me and you were drawing power fours and power threes at the side of your refill pads in primary and secondary school maybe be interested to you as well so i'll give you a little bit of history about what's the golf club before we get stuck in um with tiernan uh, who gives us the run through of wh- how how it kind of plays now and they changed if it's had over the last 20 years so it won't be very long history um because it's to the back and track so i have like a minute <laughs> before that's finished right so Rossler and a lot of this history like educated me as to how long it's been around it was formed in 1905 originally nine hole course but then 20 years later it was moved to where it is now along the strand in 1928 and that's, it was designed by Hawtrey and Taylor. Now, Hawtrey is a name recognised in many a place, but I think it's his dad. It was Fred Hawtrey. So everyone knows Martin Hawtrey. He's done loads of work around Diddley Hinch and numerous other great courses. But it was Fred Hawtrey and J.H. Taylor um, who did the work on Ross Lair. And that, that name was dread, changed to Hawtrey and Son in the 1950s. But they did, they did other courses like Hillside and Royal Burkdale. So that's where, you know... I haven't played those courses, but having seen them on TV, there's remnants of, of those courses in Ross Lair. So yeah, it's in the south. If you're not from Ireland, uh, Ross Lair is famous for a port. <laughs> I think I mentioned it with the lads. That's the only way I saw Ross Lair before. Um, but it's regarded as the sunniest spot in Ireland. Uh, and it's almost unheard of to have the course closed due to bad weather or ground conditions. Um, but... The old course, the original nine-hole course, right? Six of those holes are reconstructed. Um, and it's now part of that 12-hole course that Tiernan mentioned called The Borough. And that was designed by Christy O'Connor Jr. And that's in place since 1992. So you can play 18 championship links course designed by some of the old um, legendary golf designers, uh, architects of years gone by, who kind of set the stone for how golf courses are designed now. Or you can play something that Christian O'Connor Jr. God rest him designed. And it's, we walked it in the evening and it's fantastic. It looks like so much fun. The course itself is a par 72. Uh, the 18, <laughs> the 18 holes, of course, 6,786 yards. It's classic. It's an old fashioned links. It's on a narrow peninsula. And there's numerous holes. There's five, six really, really good strong holes. It's held Irish Coast Championships. It had Carol's Irish Maths Play jam, uh, professional tournament in 82. And yeah, it's going to have future, future tournaments. So that's a bit about the history. It's over 115 years old. 
Um, it was a pledge to go down there and play it, uh, to meet Tiernan. And I urge you all to go down and experience it for yourselves. They do have a scratch cup on in a few weeks. There's a few slots free. So I'll put the links uh, to book a time or book a slot in the show notes on this. And I'll be sharing it, sharing it on Instagram and stuff there as well. And on paddytotscoff.com and sign up to the timesheet there. And we'll be doing plenty of big giveaways, especially after the Masters, because this is powered by Fork Off Custom. So um, if you need any fitting requirements, head over there. But now, roll it there. Kill it. Welcome to this week's episode of Paddy Talks. I'm here in the boardroom, the president's room. There's pictures of Sam Torrance, Sevy, Jack on the walls. And I'm here with a couple of gentlemen, Rory Matthews and Tiernan Byrne. I'm good with first names, I'm shit with surnames. Uh, if you hear a couple of chinks of um, cups and saucers, it's because we're here with a couple of cups of coffee. Uh, but gentlemen, how are we doing? We're great, Paddy. Great. Right. Yeah, you're very welcome to Rossler Golf Club. Well, it's, it's a serious reception um, beyond my means. And uh, what did they say? What did Tommy here and say? Uh, a comfort level that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> a service level. A service level that makes me quite uncomfortable because it's far from that I was raised. So thank you all very much. You're very welcome. Um, we'll start with you, Tiernan. Yeah. Uh, born and raised Mexican. Oh, yeah. True and true. Yeah. Um, love every second of it as well. Proud Wexford man. Um, Living locally as well, um, and uh, we're in a family down in Rosslare, so uh, it's great to be down here, and it's it's great to have the like the links here on the doorstep. I love playing here. What's it like raising a family in Rosslare in this work from home time? Yeah, we were very lucky. We were very lucky because, in fairness, when when those lockdowns came in, um, our back garden was the beach. You know, we we're five minutes walk from the beach, so. Um, it was within your 2K. It was very much within the 2K, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the first couple of yeah, months. Yeah. And uh, the dogs might have strayed outside the 2K, all right, Paddy. But we, uh, no, we were very fortunate in that way. Um, we love being outdoors. We love the sea. We, we, myself and my, my uh, wife grew up by the ocean as well. So coming back to Wexford when we got the chance was great. And um, there, wasn't much, there wasn't much change uh, during COVID in terms of our living down here. Um, local stayed local. Um, and then when when the golf course was able to open we were in that 5k radius as well so we were able to get out and play a bit of golf so nice it's nice down here oh, Rory how are you I'm great great it's a pleasure to be here I am a bit uncomfortable because I've never had more than one person on the show so I'm trying to manage two it's this, <laughs> this is the first but it's the second one we were in Stackstown and we had the two lads on so we're trying to manage two talk tracks in my head right. <laughs> so there might be a bit of a cut on the editing floor which will mainly be my voice but Rory, tell me about, I normally ask, what's the LinkedIn, what's the LinkedIn title, Rory? Well, I'm, my general work is to do with uh, media visits from all over the world that come into Ireland and promote Ireland as a holiday destination. But uh, I also have uh, under my wing uh, all dealing with all the international golf media that come into Ireland. 
and um, I've been doing that for now for the best part of 20 odd years and I've met some great great characters in golf over the years and um, I really enjoyed it. 20 years of golf tours and tours in Ireland but more so golf maybe the last few years especially with the Open and maybe with the next five ramping up to the next Open in Portrush my immediate question is um, golf tourism we'll focus on golf because it's Paddy Talks golf and I'm a bit biased that way um, what is the difference between golf tourism 2022 versus golf tourism when you started maybe in 1999 ish yeah, probably 2000s maybe I should say um, well, I, I think one of the biggest things was, um, it, and it's nearly um, the whole thing coming, coming for a circle, because when I took up the position, we started promoting the Ryder Cup in the K-Club. 06. 06, yeah. Um, so I was thrown into the deep end uh, at that point. Uh, we were on a long stretch of, you know, about a four or five year um, promotional <coughs> campaign uh, before the actual event itself. And here we are today, almost in the same position now, uh, with uh, 2027 and uh, Adair Manor hosting the Ryder Cup. It's fantastic. It's a um, fantastic uh, place to be in, I suppose, in terms of the exposure you can give the country and showcase not just the course and, and the golf, but also the, the local communities that are around it. Yeah, we absolutely have to uh, milk it, if you like, uh, and we do. Uh, we're well prepared for it. I, I think uh, Fort Ireland's new strategy for golf uh, is, is coming out now in the next couple of weeks, uh, which will run in between uh, right into the, you know, our Irish Open is on every year, and then we have the, the Open, again, going back to uh, Royal Portrush. And then um, uh, in 2027, the Ryder Cup. So we've a huge amount to look forward to. Uh, and, you know, they're, they're the platforms where we're going to promote Ireland golf. Yeah, for me, I suppose, being from the west of Ireland and being kind of taking it for granted for nigh on 30 years of my life was um, like headquarters of Hinch, you know, and it wasn't until, I suppose, really until we held the Irish Open that I saw the impact a golf course could have on the surrounding community. And that was more so to do with the work, you know, Foss Ireland and Golf Ireland and Lynch and Paddy Keane did with, you know, the Irish diaspora and, and the right tourism boards and having the right conversations that Lynch, not only Lynch Golf Club, but Lynch Town and everywhere, I think, from Western Galway down to the bottom end of Kerry was showcased to the eastern and western seaboards of America during that, um, you know, the televising of, of that event. And is that something... I don't know, was it a Lynch thing? You know, was it fantastic down there? Or was it... 100%. I mean, um, you could only see what happened with uh, Donegal Golf when Bally Liffin hosted the Irish Open and the, the huge amount of publicity around the world. I mean, I think uh, we got such beautiful weather as well around that time and uh, it was on American TV and uh, the, the feedback from that was just incredible. Uh, when you say, like, well, you know, uh, what, what else can it be done? Uh, let's not forget that we're hoping to promote now the ladies' golf after Leona's victory there, and that's something that we have to um, really develop, and we're going to do that. We're going to take that opportunity and run with it. No, that's fantastic to hear, because I know that, you know, Golf Ireland, as a, as a government body, has done Trojan work, involved in Trojan work, and getting ladies and girls into golf for the last, especially over the last like, five years, so that's almost like a separate podcast to be had <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, in, terms of, in terms of that and the strategies around it, because... I'll go off on a solar run here, uh, talking about Martin strategies. But we're here in Ross Lair, 
uh, for a reason. And I suppose it is that, you know, showcase what's um, within reach of the of the chimneys, I think you said, Tiernan? The chimney stacks, of, yeah. of the chimney stacks, which is, you know, um, Bull Island. or <laughs> um, But that's indeed, you know, places, you know, that can really lean into having, um, you know, like we might say like a bag tag or a marquee course or an Irish Open course within, you know, within a drive, you mm. know. So um, myself and my buddy Owen came down here this morning, uh, an hour and 40 minutes, well, like two hours because you have to stop McDonald's on the way. Um, so it is, and it's something I would have really been been spoken to before from speaking with Matt Janelle and people like that on this podcast, is like people travel the earth to go see our golf courses and mm. it's literally a couple hours drive and we can be anywhere we want yeah. Yeah. Um, to see some of the best golf courses in the country. So we're here in Rosslare. Um, Tiernan had us down. Fantastic golf course. So let's focus on the golf course for a second. Mm. Tina, you were playing this golf course since junior days. Yeah. Can you describe, I suppose, the development of the? We're focused on the golf course and then community. So, tell us about the development of this golf course when you started playing it twenty years ago to current state. The, you know, the overall general layout of the course is is pretty similar. I mean, um, the topography and uh, how you play it, and that it's it's an old traditional, out and in golf course hasn't changed. What's happened in those, God, what are they, 20, 25 10 years? 10 years, 10 years. <laughs> 25 years. Um, is that all the changes that they've made, be it some new greens, um, you know, additional bunkering, um, new tee boxes, all that kind of good stuff has only enhanced the course, in my opinion. And it's, it's just, it's, it's made the course kind of... A joy to play whether you're off the tips or whether you're teeing it up on the front, you know, if you're playing a bit of society golf. Um, but the links challenge has always been there. And I suppose that's when I grew up playing golf between St. Helens Bay, which is the other local course here, and, and Ross Lair. Um, the shots you had to learn very quickly to get around Ross Lair will stand to you, you know, for golf anywhere in the world. But particularly links golf, you know, and it, you, it's, it's a different form. Those shots you've got to play, particularly around the greens, a bit more imagination needed. Um, so that's why I always, I suppose, I'd always have a growl for links golf. If if I was given the opportunity to one or the other, I tend to sway towards the links course. People definitely, people definitely know where I stand on that matter. Um, <laughs> links carry your bag, half set. Yeah, um, you know, maybe yeah. some trendy kicks in your feet. Uh, yeah, and, and yeah. off out, you know, and, and enjoy it. And I think that's something I really took away from today was uh, kind of the way I approach life. Um, and it's not a slander, and it's like professionally unprofessional. You know, really well executed, so that people can just go enjoy it. Go enjoy you know? it. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's really, you know, it's it, like if you want to call it cross layer. Like I came down here with zero expectations. Mm. You know, I had some appreciation for the way the course looks, thanks to some drone footage on YouTube and yeah. uh, some of your own course. And I think Fuinchuk have done a great job as well, mm. uh, showcasing it. But I came down. Let's let's just go. Let's just go see. You know, let's go, go see like what the course is like. Is it one or two holes? But it is like the majority of the holes you can take a pretty picture on. You know, and that's that's my Instagram view of it. But like, it is, and I'd recommend to anybody. Like we're an hour and forty minutes from Nace. We're an hour from Mount Juliet. Where 
you know, you can go up the eastern seaboard, like ancient east, and, and be in Dublin in a couple of hours with a couple, mm. you know, it's within reach, you know. For me, originally, be from Kilfenora and County Clare, Ross Lair was, oh, that's where you get the boat to France. Yes. You know, like, there's much more to Ross Lair than, than, than yeah, the boat to Sherberg, like, yeah. you know. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's so. Yeah, I mean, the, the, there's the golf course, and then there's what happens kind of around the golf course, which is just important in my point of view in terms of a marketing brief of of the visitor welcome and uh, everything that goes into that experience when you come down here. Uh, obviously, the golf course is 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 a huge part of that. And um, in fairness to uh, our green superintendent Mark Doyle and his team and the greens committee, they have it looking really well, plain nice and fast for this time of the year which like, is which this is, is the second week of february this podcast will probably go up the start of march um so for people's context like all it needed to be was a few degrees warmer and the course was in like mid-june condition mm. in february mm. in, yeah. in my opinion you know which is phenomenal it, job. it, it is phenomenal. And, and to do that as well as looking after your winter works program on top of the the maintenance of the golf course and with i suppose a uh let's say a um uh, a more limited core staff out in the golf course is is hats off to them. I don't really know how they do it, but but as a member and as somebody who's always you know proud to showcase the place, so likes it today to get you guys to, that haven't played it before to tee it up and just get to see your reactions to to some of the holes is, is what it's about. And uh, I've always I always think there's an enjoyable round of golf out there to have. You'll never get beaten up. You'll never drop the head. You know it's it's I'm just for everyone listening. We didn't play it off the dips. It's a bit windy, but we're here for the enjoyment. Yeah. So I can see, like, yeah. Yeah. you know, a bit of warmer weather. This is the place to come down and really test your golf game. You know, you're going to hit all the shots. Yeah, and, and it was benign today in terms of like there's a lot of places out in that course where normally I'd know what to hit into the hole because there's that the two or three club breeze. We didn't have that today. You know, there wasn't that gust blowing in off the sea. Um, and that's part of it out there. I mean, that it changes. It can change within the round of golf. You know, from playing Lynch, yeah, you know, nice. all of a sudden, you know, something happens, and you're you're playing different shots. Um, so today was beautiful out there. Really, I think you, you managed to get the postcard day out there. Yeah, a little bit, little bit. And you played very well. You played very well. Played. I think that's got to be said. Let's record that. Well, if we can write in an email so we can have it in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> that goes. He, did, he didn't win money, Rory. He didn't win money. He might have played very well, but he didn't win money. No, hopefully the giveaway winner on the next Instagram post it's an absolute bandit Dermot Hughes tries your hardest but uh, he didn't quite cut the mustard and he was on your team and he was yeah, on my he team was head, he was headhunted I think uh, well a little bit a little bit whenever you randomly pick someone you know from, and they turn out to be from Galway they definitely have some good eye hand coordination really Dermot played well um, after today like I'm here with a good friend of mine um, taking some photos so you'll see that on the website and Instagram and all those pretty picture places like we, I was speaking to Orna, we were coming down the 17th or 16th, 17th, which is alongside the, you're a couple of steps away from some pretty secret beaches. Mm. Um, mm. <laughs> and we were like, we totally come down here for like a weekend. Yeah. Like, yeah. Play golf on a Friday or a Saturday morning. And then the rest of the weekend is family time. And like, there can only be, it's kind of like Le Hinch Undiscovered is where I would say it. It's like Le Hinch like 15 years ago. Is how I put it. Mm. Unbelievable championship golf course, and then a perfect little seaside town to mm. have your coffee, bring your kids, play on the beach, plenty of privacy. Because actually, the way the beaches naturally fall, there's like dividers along the way as well. Yeah. So that was the first thing we were like, yeah, let's bring Owen's girlfriend. I don't have one, I have a wife. Um, and just, you know, it's a place to spend a weekend. So 
I don't know where they're going now, so I want to ask you, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. Rory, like, okay, I want to come to Ross Lair yeah. for a weekend. It's a couple of hours down from Dublin, or an hour from Kilkenny or wherever. Or if you're coming, like Dermot came from Galway, you know, so he was here in a couple of hours. <laughs> There's more the way, most of the way. Um, so where where do I go? I'm I'm going to play golf here yeah. Friday afternoon and Saturday morning early. What else can I can I, can I bring the family to to make a weekend? Yeah, well, if if you're bringing if you're bringing um, your better halves and the family, then Kelly's Resort Hotel is the place to stay. Um, it's a family generational hotel. We it's right beside the golf course here. Um, the team there just do a fantastic job of looking after people, and that's why their repeat business is so high. And it's a family friendly on the beach resort hotel. Um, and then there's the other option, uh, which is Coast Hotel, which has just opened again in the last uh, probably three years, I think, Coast, which is next door to us here. Um, any amount of guest houses, B&Bs, so they, they cater for everything in fairness. And then we've got some, we've got some really, really good restaurants have opened up in the last, say, five to ten years. Um, so you've got five or six nice cafes, some really high quality and restaurants and food for nighttime, a couple of good pubs. Some decent Guinness in the club here, as you know, Paddy. It's very good. It's very and good. I had the first one of the day. Yeah. So when the first yeah. one of the day is good, you know you're on to a good thing. So luckily, I, you know, I have, yeah. a, I have a chauffeur today, so we'll be, all right. <laughs> we'll be home very late. <laughs> and you, like, you've got the beach on the doorstep, which you saw yourself, which is which is amazing, Blue Flag Beach. But then uh, you're only 15 minutes into Wexford Town in terms of you get the Kilmore Village, Seaside Village, which is only 20 minutes away. And then there's numerous other activities and excursions and sightseeing places within here. So getting here is normally the easy part because the accessibility now is so good. Most of the country, but getting down to Wexford in particular. Uh, and then once you're here, two or three days, plenty to do. And stick around to then in the middle of that as well. And it's a great weekend. Great weekend. Yeah. In terms of, uh, remind me to ask you about the school next door. Yeah. I want to know what happened there with junior golf. There's something happening great, and if there isn't, there needs to be. But we'll move to um, international voice. What what percentage of footfall here is kind? Of, can you break it down? What's Irish? What's kind of UK, Europe, and what's American, if any? Um, it would be the vast majority of visitors to Rosslare as the resort um, would be domestic. Um, would be travelling from Ireland, kind of from the three, four, five hours away, even from Dublin, there'll be a huge population of Dublin will travel down to Ross and have holiday homes or mobile homes in the area. The golf club's point of view, it would be mirrored somewhat, and in the last two to three years, we've been working hard at kind of developing our profile in the UK market, particularly through my own tour company, and then internationally with working with the likes of Rory and Falch Ireland. Just, just getting the word out there that there's this pocket of Ireland that they may not have heard of because it wouldn't have one of the big trophy clubs in the region but yet the golf in this area in my opinion is exceptional um, we've got five or six courses down here you mentioned like the Mount Juliet's we've got the European Club up the road then you've got Arklow um, uh, Bunclody Waterford Castle and the Waterford Clubs are only 20 minutes away as well are they only 20 minutes away? sorry they're, well, they're a little bit more than 20 minutes away no they're about 40 minutes away 40 minutes because I lived in Dungarvan for a no, while no they're about 40 minutes away <laughs> that was a little trip for me you're right um, so as, like, as a destination for overseas visitors it's growing nicely like the growth in the last four to five years has been really good so we we work quite closely now with, with Ireland's Ancient East and with Falch Ireland on showcasing the area 
as a golfing destination, but with other other things to do, like the heritage and cultural side of things down here is really really top class as well. Well, that's that's dead on, and that's what you love to hear is that like it's not just the golf course taking care of themselves. Yeah, no, you know, which yeah. which may happen in other places. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it, but you know, yeah, yeah, there still is that stigma with some localities that all oh, the golf course and it's the bankers and it's the accountants, but it's not. You know, it really lifts the whole it lifts the whole type of the community. Yeah, and that's what yeah. I try and you know showcase as well is that you know there's the you know there's the, the like the small family with three kids and they run a coffee shop and like because it's within the town everyone stops there for coffee before coming to the golf club and you know yeah. you wouldn't have one without the other no you you, you, know? you very much so like and the, the, the likes of the, the hotels down here the guest house the pubs the restaurants every one of them is just as important as you know the golf course being part of the community as well and and it, the other thing about Ross Lair, I suppose is the fact that we have the 12 old borough and we have the 18 old old course also makes it much more accessible for people to play in that you know some people could be intimidated you know if to, to come to, down to the old course or maybe just might want to pay that green fee whereas the borough course is it's an executive course it's, I think it's the only course in Ireland with no bunkers as well even though it's got a massive big one up by the sea and some of the most picturesque golf you'll see um but it's, it's... I didn't even know about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, until I showed you the... Like, I thought it was on the bus, and I was like, are you playing the championship or the bar, or borough? borough? I was like, yeah. on the second one. So then I asked him, I said, 12 holes, so you can nip out and be done in two hours, or, if, you know, if you're telling the wife, it might take three and a half. Um, but yeah, like, if, yeah. You, if you don't have the time, then it's ideal. It's ideal, yeah, and it's it's a great asset to have, and we're very lucky to have it down here as well. Now, it's, it's a vintage course. I mean, it's a classic course, you know, it has the nine going down oh, and the nine coming back almost you know that's a sign of uh, the classic links course that we have in this country yeah so Rory when you when you're courting the international media as you do you know, is it soirees or tea parties or <laughs> <laughs> pints or <laughs> a bit of everything it's, 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 it's all work 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 it's all no. <laughs> but like you take so like there's well established uh, bag tag marquee tier one course in the country that have the groundwork kind of done with as long as I'm on the planet like 20 years mm-hmm. right And but then there's also the other areas of Ireland that Foch Ireland and Golf Ireland the tourism body not Golf Ireland the governing body um, are looking to lift with, like with that tide and lift those boats with the tide or whatever analogy you want to use so how do you take I mean you might help me or maybe what have you done or, or what's the plan for places like the Ross Layers um, to really like showcase them to the international media and get that footfall, which will then power the whole local economy and and also the two or three spots, you know, within an hour, um, and, and and really like add value to the economy. What what, what are we doing in that area? Um, we always have to strike a balance here in terms of the number of media that we bring over year after year. Um, we want to reach the, get the media to reach all the four corners of Ireland. Um, and um, we can achieve that by, um, you know, asking the journalist that wants to come to Ireland, yes, you can play your iconic course or whatever, but please do play the other gems that are around in Ireland um, because they're just as high quality. They, they may not be that expensive at all. Um, some of them are fantastic value out there. And um, we, we, we really do have to in tandem with our partners in the industry ensure 
that we do have that balance correct. Um, as I said before, we have about 40 to 60, maybe 80 media, golf media coming in every year. And um, we have to strike that balance, and we do it. Um, this year, we're very lucky in the fact that um, we still have Mount Juliet as the Irish Open um, venue host. Um, so when the Irish venue is played in one of our um, regions, we focus on the golf in that region. And that's what we're doing now with the group that uh, we're bringing over um, in, at the end of April, which will be um, a golf group of uh, golf journalists, influencers, um, coming in and sampling the, the golf product in Ireland's ancient East. No, it's fantastic to hear because, like, I would have especially seen it, I suppose, throughout the pandemic when now you're doing a scrolling on your phone mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely the last three, four, five years when I've, you know, when I've kind of put my head above the pulpit and trying to do this little thing. Um, so I'm looking to see what other people are doing. And it's like, yeah, there's a big emphasis on, like, and it's helping me discover courses in the island. Would like my fa- I'm fanboying or fangirling over Matt Nelly here, but like Matt Adams or Tom Coyne and Alexander O'Loughlin and Eric Anders Lang and and like they're being promoted or helped or brought over or whatever because of their audience, because of their reach, and we're using the analytics and the insights. And like I wouldn't have known about Cathy Rock. I wouldn't have known about our glass. Like if you asked me four or five years mm. ago, where are they? I wouldn't have yeah. been able to tell you. Um, Port Stewart, it's up there somewhere, right? <laughs> but I wouldn't be able to say it's 15 minutes away from Port Rush. Yeah. And the same for Ross Lair, up until a couple of years ago, like, no, slightly, like, yeah, that's, that's where I get the boat to Sherbrooke, because that's a childhood memory, okay? <laughs> it's an overnight, and we had a great time in the arcade. But, like, I wouldn't have thought to come play golf until we, we like, I saw a couple of really starking images of the place, and it was like, okay, I was drawn in then. Yeah. And then it was like, I have to go. And now it's like, can we make a weekend of it? You know, and then they're St. Helens. There's a 12 hour course I didn't know about. And now it's like, yeah, now it's concreted in. Yeah. You know, so it's great to hear that that's the plan and that's over the next five years. Um, I will go back to the school. Okay. So when we came down, uh, we came down the prom, and then there was a, I know, was a, we hit the school run anyway. You know, having dropped yeah, in a child's yeah, child, I was like, that's yeah. a school run. <laughs> that's my life now. Most that's a school morning. run. Okay. Yeah, that's my life now. Yeah. Um, but it's right next door to the golf course. Yeah. And it just reminded me, when I was growing up, golf was uh, PE yeah. in the primary and secondary school on a Friday. It was out from two o'clock and you play golf. Is there, I'd love to hear if there's something like that, if there isn't. Well, my, my, my plan to see there but let me know what, is, it, what's going on it's on the to-do list no it's yeah. on the to-do list yeah to be honest with you now in fairness this year we've we've reached out to one of the teachers in the club who's agreed to be the junior convener so that's a big step forward because that's massive that's massive because you can't just start like yeah. there's a load of governance it's all, all the, yeah like there's, there's a lot of stuff that all that that box ticking and T's crossed I's dotted has to be done but in fairness there's a great um, cohort of members here who really look after the junior program and push the junior program every year and one area I think that has always been seen look can we do more with is the school 
and uh, like I have four, I have four kids, uh, three in that school, and I know. So you're starting your own senior cup team. I am. I'm working hard on it now. <laughs> I, might, I might have them try to get a Leinster final first, Paddy, and then I'll worry about the senior cup. That's Pri- four balls. Pri- pri- priorities. Um, but I know they play rugby and they play basketball and they play soccer and they do athletics. But golf, they never came home and said, "Daddy, we're going to be doing, we're playing golf next week now." You know, so it's a matter of just introducing it slowly and getting it done properly and, and I think the man we have in there at the moment is going to help us do that no, Dad, it's great to hear yeah. that it's been done yeah, and like make it fu- like fun you know um, it's yeah. unbelievable what yeah. can be done dress up in the the big soft suit and get in the big ball at you and do all that kind can of we practice. get you down for that can no. I, is that a promise Hensel we heard it here first yeah. okay Ross let it speak the title come down you can throw, you can hit golf balls at him you hit golf balls at him <laughs> Uh, it's been fantastic to chat. We could chat forever about golf and Ross Lair and, yeah. and all that jazz. Um, the most important questions are happening now, though. So are we doing a quick fire each, or are we doing just a quick fire for a team and representing Ross Lair Golf Links and everything it stands for? Well, I don't think we're either prepared for each or myself, but you're <laughs> fire away with me. You'll we'll, we'll do each. You'll do each, right? You're rotating, Rory, right? You're rotating. It's very easy. Whatever comes to your mind, right? You've only had to prepare one question. That's what's your walk-on song. I'll start with you, Tiernan, giving you a chance to, to right. think of a walk-on song. Um, Tiernan, quick for a Q&A. Are you ready? Go for it. What would your walk-on song be? Uh, it would have to be something from you to uh, City of Blinding Lights, I think. City of Blinding Lights. Okay. Quick tangent. Have you brought the kids to sing to yet? Yes. It's brilliant. Exceptional. <laughs> Full of you two songs. Exceptional. Oh, I, I, I want to bring them yeah. again. I want to go back. Yeah. Or back to the questions. Jim or pizza? Oh, pizza. Hat visor or a Killian Rafferty bucket hat? Hat. I'll get you one. Happy Gilmore or Tink Up? Tink Up. Lehinge or Port Marnock? Port Marnock. Do you want to ask that again? No, I just, I'm just waiting for the tumbleweed <laughs> to go past. Uh, walk or cart? Walk. Walk, walk, walk. Win the Open or win the Masters? Open. Open, go on. Yeah. Instagram or Twitter? Twitter. Play or practice? Play. Okay, yeah. excellent. Um, bonus question. One, uh, I, did le- I did let you know about this one. Uh, we'll say you're after a five ball with the kids and the, or the family. You're all after coming in and you've had... The chicken wrap and a coffee, yeah. and now you're sitting the down. Usual. No, yeah. the usual. Uh, and now you're sitting down to dinner. Okay. Yeah. So you've had family time. Yeah. They're dealt with. Okay. Uh, and you can have whatever six people in the world at the table, dead, alive, celebrity, make believe. Yeah. Three people down the left. Three people down the right. Who is at Tiernan's candlelit dinner? Uh, okay. Let's see. I'm always having Billy Connolly. I'm having Jack Nicholson. Of Jack, I'm having uh, like a golfer too. So let's say big Nick Faldo fan. Crack might be great, but Billy would sort that out. Leon has got to be there. Uh, how many is that? Okay. Um, all right. We'll bring Tiger, and we'll bring my dad. Got Super dad. stuff. Yeah. Right. Representing Fort Arnett. <laughs> oh, <God>. No pressure. <laughs> Hopefully, you don't get 30 extra years and he comes on a random podcast and gets to beat one. He gets to beat 45. <laughs> uh, Rory, all right, whatever comes into your brain. Whatever you do, Rory, get the Lahinch question. Oh right? my God. <laughs> well, now that they've allowed ladies to play it, I've no problem with that. Uh, if a couple of people reach out to me from the knock and say, What's the story with that? 
in question. And I was like, well, if you want to make it political, we can, you know. But it's really, no, it's really like towny versus culty for me. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, right, that's that context covered. If you want to make it political, we sure can. Um, Rory, what would your walk-on song be? Um, I think it would have to be the Cranberry Dreams. Now you told me earlier on why. Well, uh, it just always hits my mind when I'm working that uh, this song always pops into my head uh, because it was, it was a great team, uh, a great song that we used uh, to promote Irish golf all those years ago, and it still sticks in me. It just resonates with me all the time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go off on a tangent with you as well, right? I spent three years living in Italy. They love the cranberries over there. If you're being, if you're being, um, not smart, but take it from someone who's uneducated here. If you were to lay an ad over the Rome Ryder Cup with the cranberries back in music for Irish golf, that'll go down pretty well, I'd say. Anyway, back back to the quick fire game. Okay. Jam or pizza? Pizza. Hat visor or a Keelan Rafferty bucket hat? Hat. Happy Gilmore or Tin Cup? Uh, Happy Gilmore. Lehinch or Marek? Lehinch. 1-1. One, one. Walk or cart? Walk. Win the Open or win the Masters? Open. Instagram or Twitter? Twitter. Play or practice? Hmm? Play or practice? Play. Play. Now, you, this isn't such a surprise question for you now, <laughs> but you're after dealing with four international media um, journalists today, like four groups of them, and you just want to relax and unwind. Okay. Uh, you're going to dinner, your favourite restaurant, or maybe back at home, three people down the left, three people down the right. Who is that? Roy's dinner, candlelit dinner. Okay. Um... Tom Coyne, Ben Smith, a um, well-known Times writer in, in the UK. Um, who else have I got? I think I would love to have a chat with Leona as well. Um, Lee Trevino. Oh, he's not been he's not been on at a table before. Mm, okay. <laughs> he's not, he's, oh man, he's on guard there. And. Um, I think uh, a couple of my funny buddies from uh, my golf club as well. Uh, Name and shame. Name and shame. Okay. Paul and Brian. Paul and Brian. Very politically correct. <laughs> <laughs> now that down, folks. Gentlemen, uh, today's been unbelievable. Uh, it's been incredibly insightful into what you both do for the club here and, and for golf in this country and tourism as a whole. And we look forward to doing it again soon. A return trip, maybe. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Uh, thanks always, for having me. Always welcome, Paddy. Come back again. Be good. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Kieran and Rory and Dermot from Galway. We really enjoyed playing it. It's a quality golf course down there in Ross Lair. Only a, and it's motorway all the way. So you have no excuse not to go down. Um, and yeah, Dermot from Galway, I mentioned there, because he won the round on Instagram. I uh, put it out the day before. Like, comment, share, blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah, be ready like in two days' time, I think it was, to play in Ross Lair. Um, so Dermot made it down from Galway. I couldn't believe it he, he came down. So I don't I don't pick it based on proximity, obviously. Um, so if you liked today's episode, please do leave a review. Uh, because if you do, there is a giveaway. So if you've listened this far in the podcast, maybe you've waited this long, maybe you've skipped to now, I don't know. But uh, there is a four ball available for Ross Lair Golf Links. So I'm going to pick from someone who leaves all the reviews between now and next episode, next Saturday. Okay? 
So leave a review. It's, I can count them. I can see them on Apple and Spotify. So put them there. If you don't know how, get, get a tech-savvy person friend of yours to do it. If you don't have Apple or Spotify, right, um, get, get a friend of yours to do it. Screenshot it and send it to me. And then I can c- include you in the draw. And send it to me on email at com or DM it to me on Instagram or Twitter, okay? And yeah, let's get the views up. Let's skew the numbers. So yeah, if you did enjoy the episode, um, yeah, share with share with your family and friends. Okay, put it into your golf WhatsApp groups. You know what? Maybe we should all hit the Ross Lair sometime. You know, so hopefully we gave you enough information about it. All right. Um, it's Saturday. It's Ruben Day at the Masters. Um, and I can't wait to see when I'm recording this. Uh, I'm editing this on the Thursday. Oh, Tiger's true off the lead. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. Tiger's going to do it. But hopefully Justin Thomas does it because I've been backed. All right. Enjoy the Masters. Um, same bad time, same bad channel. Next week, 10 a.m. on Saturday is when you can expect the Paddy Talk Golf Podcast to be out. From now, right through to Christmas. We're going to be Mr. Consistent. We're going to get back with them rankings to number one. All right. We we'll love you and leave you. It's long fall. Enjoy your walk. Enjoy your golf. Enjoy your family time. Enjoy the Masters. Until we teed up again soon, I'm Paddy. Gone.